I've been here a year, so it seems like a good Sunday uh, to do this. Um, well, you're, you're very kind. At least give me 20 minutes and then make up your minds. Um, it seems a good day to do this, to talk about vision and to talk about uh, where we are going next. Um, because this is important, I'm going to pray to Lord Jesus, come and take my words. Help all of us to hear you and only you. In Jesus' name, amen. The start of our the published vision documents say this. Imagine a community of people from every generation and every background following Jesus, committed to growing and being transformed by him, continually being filled by God's Holy Spirit and going into their communities and lovingly sharing Jesus in actions and words. This is the kind of church family that I believe we want to become. We haven't arrived yet, but we are a church on the way. Well, you would have seen um, the material that we put out in terms of new logos and brandings, and I hope you've had a look at the new website as well. Um, Let me give you a little bit of the background as to how we landed on this little phrase, a church on the way. Uh, Of course, the most obvious uh, link is uh, what we had read to us just now. Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth and the life. But of course, there's another reference, which is to the early church. The early Christians were called followers of the way. And then, of course, there's another way as well, which is this one, the Cotswold Way. We happen to be on the Cotswold Way and we have all these lovely walkers that come past and at the moment we don't do, well, anything for them apart from some of us who uh, live around here occasionally say hello to them and are friendly to them. There's an awful lot of people that walk the Cotswold Way. It also says something about us being on a journey and that journey being unfinished and incomplete and therefore it's an invitational phrase. It's inviting others onto the journey with us. But it is also, uh, it is also a nod to a little bit of charismatic church history. Do you remember the song Majesty? Yeah, some of you have been in church for more than, more than 30 years, so you'll know it was written by a man called Jack Jack Hayford, who was uh, a really key person in helping the church to rediscover worship in the power of the Holy Spirit. And his church was called Church on the Way. So it just seems like a good phrase. I wonder as you look at the, the little logo, the icon above the All Saints, I wonder what it says to you. We haven't kind of pinned it down with a little comment box that says, it means this. Uh, But the feedback that I've had from people is that, again, it's invitational. 
that it is inviting people into something, into the light of Jesus, that the doors are open, but also that there is a community bursting out. Um, Meg sees it as a lantern. I can't see that, but lighting the way. But, you know, people see different things in images, don't they? Either way, one of the things that it does highlight is, is that it would be really great if we had a new projector, because actually, on a decent screen, this logo looks fantastic, and on the outside of the building with the new signs, it kind of glows, doesn't it? And on here, it looks slightly dull. Um, it's not slightly dull, it's really kind of alive, and we want people to see it, and we want people to uh, be drawn in. How do we land on something like this? Well, what we've done is we've had lots of conversations, lots of conversations with uh, all sorts of different people across the church, uh, PCC staff, lots of small groups, basically everywhere I've been over the last kind of uh, five, six months, I have tried to put this out with however far we've got with the idea and then get some feedback from people. So what's happened over time is that this this little phrase uh, we've landed on and then things in the detail have got changed and shaped by a whole community of people. You do need to know that I've wrestled with, with what to put in the church vision because quite frankly, I, I wanted something more complicated I wanted something more intelligent and robust. I wanted something that would kind of, you know, say we were here. And as we've refined it and refined it and refined it, what we've come down to is this little phrase, a church on the way, and three very simple words. Following, growing, and going. And I think that's good, because actually it's not any more complicated than that. It's not any more complicated than following Jesus, growing as his disciples, and going into the world to do the things that he's asked us to do. So, this is the vision, to be a church on the way, following Jesus, and making disciples in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the slightly longer way of saying following, growing, and going. This really is all about following Jesus. So let's start there. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I want us to be really clear together that there's not, there's not another that we're following. We're following Jesus Christ, who came into the earth as a human being, stepped down from the heights of heaven. Don't forget that it was through him that everything was made, through Jesus. And he came to earth as a human being, was di- died on a cross and was raised from the dead to deal with our sin. We get our understanding from this from one place, from the Word of God, from the Bible. There's not another person and there's not another place. 
But if we take him at his word, then actually the whole of this vision starts with us, with you and me making a choice afresh each day to follow Jesus. That's it. That's doable, isn't it? (laughs) A simple choice to keep on following Jesus. But also, right at the start, it's invitational. Because it invites others to follow Jesus. And so, absolutely shameless plug, because this is what it's about. We've got an Alpha course starting on the 26th of September. Um, I hope that we had a reprint of the Alpha leaflets this week. Um, can someone just check on the table at the back if there's, if there's some more? Have we got some more? We've got some more. Excellent. Please could you take one of these leaflets? They've very deliberately got lots of white space on one side with the red print so that you can give them to a friend. You might post them through someone's door, a neighbour that you know, and write, Dear Joe, you're invited. Love, Jane. You know, or whatever, whatever it is that's appropriate. Or you might keep a little stash of them in your handbag, okay? And then when you give them to someone, right on the front, you're invited be great or something, a little message. Take a load of them this Sunday because it would be great if I can have to ask the office to reprint them again. But the first session's on the 26th. The next thing is this, growing. Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. How are we going to do this? This is huge. And I'm pulling out of this, by the way, just the making disciples bit rather than the go bit because I'm figuring that if we're following Jesus, then we're disciples as well and we're the ones that also need to be made into disciples as well as those who are making a choice to follow. How are we going to grow? How are we going to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ? How are we going to invite others to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ? Well, that's what we're going to spend most of the rest of this month on. I've highlighted five habits. Pray, read, join, commit and give. You're going to get to know these five things quite well, I hope. If you like, they are a call back to the really simple things of what it means to follow Jesus. We're going to look at them over the course of the rest of the month, so I won't unpack them here. You could have put uh, uh, six things on the list, or you could have tweaked them slightly, but I, I put these ones on the list because I think that these are pretty good for helping us make sure that if we, if we do them, We make space for the Holy Spirit to do his thing in us. And that means that we'll go and do the things he's asked us to do. We do the simple things, and Jesus does the big thing. So the first part of this growing is is what I've just called the way. And the way is just a set of tools, uh, habits to remind us, to help us following, in our following of Jesus, five 
habits. Pray, read, join, commit and give. The second part of the way is about training. And you can, uh, this is really not very clear on the screen, but you have got it in your new term card. Um, We've put in three sessions for this term. Uh, It's just that opportunity to go a little bit deeper than we're able to go on a Sunday. To dig into some things to help us as we follow Jesus, to help us to become disciples. And the first three sessions this term are uh, sharing your story, so that's about going out, and then two on growing as disciples, so on reading the Bible, and then on, I put it down as slowing, fasting, and praying, but the folks who I've asked to run it, um, they think the title is too big, so, you know, it's going to be something, some kind of spiritual discipline. Horrible word, but a good word. (laughs) Um, I'd love you to come to some of these, if they're helpful. I don't want them to be a burden. If they're going to be helpful for you just to kind of have a refresher or to dig into some of these things a little bit more, then come along. If you are coming, it would be really helpful if you could either sign up online just so we know how many people are coming or if you could just let me know and then we'll kind of, I'll add you onto the list. It just helps us with our planning. So two uh, key ways that we're going to grow as disciples the habits and also the training of the way. What about, uh, what about the going? This is a picture from the top of the abbey and the, and the light, the glow is coming from all saints. Um, <laughs> actually, you know, the, the, I know after, after I'd done it, I kind of thought, oh, okay, what are we saying? Anyway, the, um, <laughs> The churches in Bath are great, and it's really great that we work together and bless one another. How does the going work? Well, I want to introduce you to a new made-up word. Let's start with the verse first of all. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. The new made-up word is this. It's co-mission. You see, the Great Commission, that's the verse that we had before, from the end of Matthew 28, is where Jesus says, here's the task. At the end of the Great Commission, he says, I will be with you always. The problem with that is that most of the time, we hear the task and we're like, great, I know what to do, let's get on with it. And we go off and do the thing that Jesus has asked us to do, and we forget that we're supposed to do it with him. You see, at the beginning of Acts, he says you will receive power. You will receive power for this task. We were never supposed to do it alone. But we were supposed to do the things that Jesus has asked us to do in the power of the Holy Spirit, carrying the presence and power of Jesus with us and meeting the presence and power of Jesus as well along the way. But there's also a slightly different context. So I hope that little kind of made-up word makes sense. I'm just kind of wanting to emphasize that it's the Great Commission, but actually it's a co-mission. We are co-laboring with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, rather than by ourselves. But there's also a different context. Let me explain this. Has, has anyone seen this picture before? 
Um, this is a river in Honduras, and they had built a fine bridge over the river. Uh, Hurricane Mitch came along, and uh, overnight what happened is the river moved. Fantastic bridge, now completely useless because it's in the wrong place. Overnight. What happened is that there was a shift. And there has been a shift in our culture, not quite overnight. You might want to track it back as far as the disappointment and the despair and the rationing after the Second World War. You might want to pitch it down to the 60s. You might want to put it as far as the internet revolution. You might want to say that it's Facebook. Wherever you want to date it, there has been a massive cultural shift. Culture has moved to a new place where it thinks and does things differently. And we, the church, find ourselves in the same place where we always were, speaking a language that people don't quite understand anymore. We don't need to change the gospel. That is unchanging and unfailing. But we do need to think about how we communicate and how we connect If we were going to a foreign country to be a missionary, we would at least do them the courtesy of learning the language. Folks, we've got some new languages that we need to learn in order to communicate the gospel well. But there's a couple of things. One thing, let me highlight, there's a whole load, but one thing to highlight in this culture, which is that where we used to, as church, just... Uh, explain the gospel and hope that would make sense to people and then they'd make a decision for Christ. In this culture, actually, because they find it so difficult to hear us and we find it difficult to communicate, one of the things that is true in this culture is that if someone experiences something, then it's true. And you know, the Holy Spirit is wonderful because he loves to help people to experience Jesus. And so actually, for us to start from the place of helping people to experience Jesus and explaining what's happened afterwards is a great way to do evangelism. We're going to talk quite a lot more about that over over the time. I, I hope and I pray that as we go into the world, that what we'll do is we'll transform it, that we will make a difference What's the strategy that we're going to use for doing it? Well, you know, I am writing a whole bunch of strategy documents and the PCC will get those. I'm not, you know, if if you want them, you can look at them. But there is a core strategy that you all need to know about and it's this one. It's you. (laughs) The current church family database has got about 300 adults in it and about 146 youth and children. And you live in this wide sphere right across kind of Bath and the surrounding region. 
Let's drill down and let's look a little bit as uh, what that looks like when we get to Bath and Weston. You you look something like this. You're scattered all across Weston and Newbridge and some of the rest of Bath. About 246 of us attend on an average Sunday. And Chris, that date is from January the 1st until July the 9th. It doesn't include the summer, so it would probably go a little bit lower. <laughs> 246 on an average for average Sunday attendance during that period. You know, the outreach plan, the mission plan is this. And it's the same as what it's always been. It's not some great program. It's you and me in our communities, in our workplaces, as we walk down the street. That's the plan. You and me are the plan. It starts with us. As we go, who builds the church? Not me or you. But if the church is going to grow, and I hope and I pray that it will, it's the Lord that will add to our number. So let me, before I put up the next slide, explain something. We've wrestled with whether to put a number in as to how big we think that a church in this kind of place could be, should be, who knows. I'm not going to put this number up as a way of saying that it's a target for us, but I'm putting it up as a way of saying in our thinking and our planning we should plan for this. When I put this number in front of the staff team, We took it out. We then put it in front of the PCC and they said, no, you've got to put it back in. (laughs) Weston's about 7,000 people. We've got a, a wider catchment of folks that come from in and around Bath. So let's go a little bit higher. 10% plus a bit. 750 people. 750 people would be a normal, good starting point for a church in Western. And I mean 750 average Sunday attendance. I don't know whether we'll ever see that in my time here. I hope and I pray that we will. But folks, let's raise our expectation somewhere beyond what you or I can achieve in our own strength so that we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. What are we going to do? Well, folks, I believe that we need to get ready to grow. That we need to prepare ourselves to grow. One of the things that I've seen at work in the kingdom of God is that when he asks us to do something, we do a little bit of the preparation and he does the work. We say, yes, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to grow as a disciple. I'm willing to follow. And what he does is he blesses it and he grows it. And it's his work and he gets the glory and the credit. So we need to get ready to grow. Two key things that we're going to do. I've mentioned both of them already. The first is making the way clear. Okay? 
having the way as a kind of set path to help us to grow, clearing out all of the other stuff that gets in the way, making the way clear. And the second thing is starting where we are, not where we're not. Starting where you live, where you work. Starting with the networks that we have, the places where God has already put us, and being a hospitable community to those that pass through this place. Being hosts and pointing people to Jesus. And so let me come into land with this. You see, I've got a question for you this morning. It's not about me, this question. It's not actually even about all saints. And it's really not about the Church of England. It's way bigger and it's way simpler than that. See, we've made a Joshua decision in our house. Joshua 24, verse 15. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And so my question to you is this. Will you commit yourselves to following Jesus? and making disciples in the power of the Holy Spirit. Will you commit yourselves to following Jesus and to making disciples in the power of the Holy Spirit? If we do this together, we will be responding to the call of Jesus in this generation and showing his love to a hurting world. We'll be agents for change and transformation in a broken world. If we do this together, I believe that we'll become a church on the way.